This is WSKG News. I'm Phoebe Taylor-Vuolo. Lewis County Sheriff Mike Carpinelli has ties to at least two groups described by experts as anti-government and extremist. Reporters Emily Russell and Zach Hirsch bring us his story. It's a cold February night back in 2020. Folks are packed inside the Lewis County Courthouse in Lowville. We want to thank you for coming today. People are overflowing into the hall, which is not typical for a county board meeting. But this is a meeting about gun control. This meeting is part of a push to designate Lewis County as a Second Amendment sanctuary, meaning there wouldn't be local enforcement of state gun laws. 30 minutes in, a man who's been standing at the back walks to the front of the crowd. Lewis County Sheriff Mike Carpinelli. He's in uniform and has a grave expression on his face. Carpinelli is all for the Second Amendment sanctuary idea. He turns to the crowd. This is no joke, Carpinelli says. This is the fight for your lives as you know it in a free republic. Freedom. Freedom. There's something else Carpinelli says that goes beyond guns. He reminds the room where his allegiance lies. I support everybody in this room, but I absolutely support the Constitution, the oath that I took. I will support that way before I'll support the state, way before I'll support the county constitution or any other constitution. A few weeks later, Carpinelli emailed some colleagues about Second Amendment sanctuaries. He wrote, quote, We will prevail, but not without a fight. It will be done with faith, education, elections, and force when necessary. Force when necessary. That kind of language worries state and federal counterterrorism officials. In the end, Lewis County did not become a Second Amendment sanctuary. But for the local gun rights crowd, Carpinelli was a hero. Still is. It's been moments like this that have made Carpinelli popular in Lewis County. While other conservative sheriffs in the North Country say they're obligated to follow state laws, Carpinelli basically says not necessarily. Carpinelli is part of an ideological movement among law enforcement officials around the country called the Constitutional Sheriffs, led by former Arizona Sheriff Richard Mack. Here he is speaking with Carpinelli in a video interview last year. Are you more powerful than any state or federal agent or even the president in your county? In my county, Mm -hmm. yes. Mack's group teaches sheriffs they don't have to follow laws they think are unconstitutional. And we should say very clearly here, experts tell us that ideology is authoritarian and dangerous. And the constitutional sheriffs is considered a far-right anti-government movement. The sheriffs in that movement see themselves as the true patriots, the last line of defense against tyranny. We reached out to Carpinelli multiple times over the months. He turned down our interview request. We wanted to ask him about his legal philosophy and statements like this one from that same interview with Richard Mack. I believe in defending our country. If all else fails, if all else fails, then we know what we have to do. Then we know. I don't believe yet that we're there yet. We're going to dive into these kinds of statements, this belief system. We'll look into Carpinelli's connections to the constitutional sheriffs and another group, the Oath Keepers. That's the militia at the center of the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Rich Giardino is a Republican sheriff in nearby Fulton County. He's also very conservative. But when he was invited to join the Oath Keepers, he said no. 
Giardino knows Carpinelli personally, says he trusts him as a sheriff, but has hesitations about the groups he's connected to. It sounds good, Oathkeeper. You took an oath to the Constitution. Sounds great. But then stick with your oath to the Constitution. I think that some of the leadership in some of these places are too extreme, that I don't want my name to be attached to that message. The Oath Keepers played a key role in the January 6 attack on the U.S. Capitol. For months, President Donald Trump and his allies had been falsely claiming that the election was stolen. On that day, Carpinelli was at a Stop the Steal rally in Albany. In a Facebook Live video, Carpinelli's speech sounded almost biblical. Don't be discouraged by what you hear from the tongues that are not of the pure. Months after January 6th, Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes emailed his supporters, encouraging them to rally for people arrested in connection with the Capitol riot. We got that email chain through a Freedom of Information request. And Carpinelli is on that email chain. Carpinelli responded to Rhodes, writing, Hi, Stuart. Good to hear you, sir. And told Rhodes he'd attended one of those rallies within the past week. The sheriff has said he does not condone the violence that happened on January 6th. But he's also downplayed that day and the real threat it posed to democracy. Carpinelli is one of eight constitutional sheriffs around New York and dozens across the country. As for the Oath Keepers, a leaked list showed at one point there were nearly 2,000 members in New York, including dozens in law enforcement. Drive around Lewis County and you'll see a lot of signs in support of Mike Carpinelli. Some people still even have Carpinelli for governor signs from a couple of years ago. We drove around and talked to a lot of people, both in person and later over the phone. We wanted to figure out how Carpinelli's behavior, his embrace of a fringe ideology, is even possible. Here's what we know. First, plenty of people just aren't aware of any of that stuff. We asked Lydia Eastman from Glenfield about Carpinelli's connections to the Oath Keepers and constitutional sheriffs. I don't keep up with that. I don't even know what that means. But here's what Eastman does know about Carpinelli. I've seen a lot of his signs around. I never had any encounters with him, but I know that he's helped a lot of my friends and family in the community. Second, there are people in Lewis County who are aware of those ties and his statements and who either love Carpinelli for it, like Gene Stanford, who we heard from earlier. Or it's just not the most important thing about the sheriff. Like for Richard Defone, who's actually a former village judge from Lowville. He says you can't pick and choose which laws to follow, but overall... Well, I think he's done a good job as a sheriff. I think he uh, brought innovation instead of the department, and the department's run pretty well. Some people in Lewis County are concerned about Carpinelli, but most didn't want to talk on tape, said they were scared of the repercussions. One county lawmaker, a Republican, also didn't want to talk on tape but did give us some insight into the sheriff and his career, describing Carpinelli as the most popular politician in Lewis County. The people of Lewis County consistently elect him, the lawmaker said, adding, quote, there's no secret about where he stands. For North Country Public Radio, I'm Emily Russell. And I'm Zach Hirsch. For more news, anytime, head to wskg.org. I'm Phoebe Taylor-Fuolo. Thanks for listening. Cornell University's Department of Music, sponsor of WSKG, presents the Cornell Chorus's annual Twilight Concert. Conducted by Joe Larangis and Yen Seong-nye, 
The concert features Vincent Persichetti's Winter Cantata and a repertoire of works from around the globe to help mark shortening days and savor the waning light of the fall season. Saturday, October 28th at 6 p.m. in Cornell's Bailey Hall. Tickets and more information at CornellTickets.com. It is just about 6.50. Thanks for joining us this Friday morning. Coming up on Marketplace Morning Report, we'll get a read on the Federal Reserve's favorite inflation gauge later this morning and why it matters. That plus all the morning's business news is up next during Marketplace Morning Report on WSKG. Support for WSKG comes from Farmer Brown's Marketplace, now offering pond plants and water garden supplies with water plants located in the new shade garden area behind Greenhouse 7. Farmer Brown's Marketplace on Route 434 between Appalachian and Owego. Thanks so much for joining us this Friday morning.